B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Get those nerds! 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 You're listening to Nerd Radio. Welcome to this week's Nerd Radio, wherever you get your podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network and, of course, all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck B, and I am joined, as always, by Al Beck yes. and James. As always. As always. As, as always. As always. Not two weeks ago. Well, as always True. as possible. Yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, they say the as always with an asterisk. Asterisk. Yeah. As possible. Yeah. Yeah, as always as possible. And this week we are, of course, uh, getting together. To talk about all the goings on last weekend at San Diego Comic Con. Um, the, the San Diego Comic Con is spectacular, even if you don't go to it, because you spend the entire weekend. I don't know about you guys, but I spend the entire weekend just surfing Twitter, just seeing what's coming up, and going to my favorite news sites and being like, "What? What did I miss?" I'll go to sleep and I'll wake up and be like, "Okay, what happened in San Diego that I didn't see?" Did I do any of that, Chuck? Of course you didn't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw some headlines, but I right. wasn't like frantically searching. You know, there's some stuff that caught my attention. But, yeah. yeah. And, you know, for me... Uh, the- <laughs> there was stuff that I'd already heard that came out of Comic-Con. I went, oh, cool. And I've already forgotten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I expected that you didn't do any of the research because you, you knew that I would. So you were going to come in oh, with, yeah. with a fresh uh, mindset and be like, oh, that's happening? Really? Yeah. Oh, and don't make no mistake about it. I did zero research for the things that I'd forgotten. They were told to me. Right. Well, you did zero research because it would interfere with your afternoon nap. <laughs> yeah. And your elderly man bedtime. Right. You know, if you're right. up late doing research, you know, you're it's making, 7 you're o'clock. making fun of his middle of the afternoon nap and his old man uh, bedtime, but we all work really bad shifts. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we all true. have a really early bedtime. Oh, trust me. I have my own <laughs> afternoon nap as well. Yeah. I get grumpy. I don't get an afternoon nap. I just I want to take the opportunity to hit on the old madness of that. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Fair yeah, enough. That's all. It's a, it's the joke that keeps on giving. Really. Oh yeah. Yeah. So let's talk it's a good about. Thing I don't uh, know who you are. Be- before I start. <laughs> before I start running through the stuff that I've got outside listed. without my pants on. Continue. I like how you're. Uh, <laughs> He's got your iPad there to take notes. I do. And one of the suggested phrases to type in is ha 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 ha. True. <laughs> and also you. Just, <laughs> you. It's just, just the letter U. It's my two options. No, the like the, oh, word, the word U. U. Those are the two yeah. things he types the most. I yeah. guess so. <laughs> you. <laughs> Saddest. Anyone anyone who's gotten a text message from Al can either confirm or deny that. Yes. <laughs> I don't talk to people. It's true. You had content or something. I, at some point, yeah. content I will happen. It. I'm sorry. I just saw him like, why the hell does it say ha ha ha? <laughs> why does yeah. it autocomplete with yeah. so many ha ha ha's? The funny thing is, I, I, this, I feel like I got this is entrapment. The reason I have this up was last week. We got to yeah, the we end. Failed. And you were like, so you guys got any ideas for promo clips? And me and James both were like, uh. uh I didn't know that was my job. We to be. I was like, oh, yeah, there's some other responsibilities and tied into this whole thing. Yeah. Because I remember there were definitely a couple of moments, but I didn't remember what any yeah. of them were. So I've got this open. I don't know that I'll take notes. All right. But. That's fair. I'm interested. We'll, we'll check back with you as the show's ending to see what you, what you ended up putting in <laughs> yeah, there. Note <laughs> <laughs> note yeah, note one. Note two. You. Got, any, got any suggestions? Yeah, how about ha, 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 you? <laughs> when did that take place? I don't remember that. I don't, I don't remember that part. I'm going to have to who's, listen to the whole yeah. show and figure out what happened. Who was the you? We were. Anyway. All right, so uh, we started off Thursday 
with the announcement that uh, Jay, the or the the trailer for Jane Silent Bob's reboot, which is coming out. Mm. Uh, either you guys see or hear anything about this? No, I have not watched it yet. I know it's, I'm probably going to go see the movie. Yeah, so I'm it's going like, to be uh, it's going to be pretty great. It looks like a lot of people that uh, Kevin Smith has worked with over the last you know couple decades are all going to be showing up in this. You're going to see a lot of characters that you've seen as part of the Viewsk universe. Being in there, there's a there's a moment with uh, I believe it's Matt Damon in there, and he played Loki in the Dogma mm-hmm. movie. So yeah, people, are yeah. Like, huh, you bring him back, people from Dogma. How cool mm-hmm. is that? Uh, but also a lot of people that he's worked with since he's made these particular movies are all going to show up in this movie as well. And uh, the basic plot of it seems like uh, a direct sequel to Jane Bi- Silent Bob Strike Back. Yes, Jane Jane Silent Bob are both old guys that are running a weed dispensary. <laughs> Oh, good. They're making a living doing what they do best. Out of uh, out of where the uh, where the the clerks uh, yeah. convenience store where the video store used to be. <laughs> really? <laughs> when the movie the dispensaries starts. in the same spot. Yeah, where okay. the where the video store used to be. I wonder uh, which New Jersey's laws are on medical marijuana, though. I don't know. That might be a little uh, snag in the, the plan there, Kevin Smith. I'll tweet you about it. <laughs> That's funny, though. But from the looks of the trailer, after that, uh, they find out that they're rebooting the Jay and Silent Bob, uh, the the Crumpman and Blonick. Or <laughs> Blonick, Blonick, <laughs> Blunt yeah, Man, the new super superhero s. Yeah, the Blunt Man and Chronic movie that they made in Jalen Silent Bob Strike Back. They're going to do a reboot movie, and they're like, we got to put a stop to that. <laughs> and they're off to the races after that. So uh, it, it looks like it's pretty cool. They're also the uh, girl who's playing Supergirl in the CW shows. Yeah, is playing the n- rebooted version of Chronic. Really? In the movie that's supposed to be coming out within this movie? Because they're like rebooting it with the female? Yeah. Like they are doing a lot of the, yeah, yeah. the other things? Okay, that makes sense. I know he's got a, re- not a relationship, like sexual relationship, but I know he has a relationship he's, with a lot of the WB yeah, cast I know he's members because he's directed some episodes. Some of the episodes. The so shows. yeah, he's, a, he's kind of a fan of that stuff. So that's pretty cool. It, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, it looks just as fun as any of the other Kevin oh, yeah, Smith movies sure, that have come out. Sure I'd like to see that. Yeah. No, it looks like it's going to be good. I'll and, even add that to my, I'm not going to watch that trailer list. Because remember the rule is if I know I'm going to see it, I don't watch the trailer. Right. So I made I'm glad that you hit the like some of the plot a little bit. I don't know. I felt I wasn't super into clerks too. I didn't dislike it or anything, but I only watched it the one time. Like it didn't do much. I felt like the for first me. time I watched it it wasn't as cool, but yeah. I've caught it over the years again. I'll be it'll be on cable or something or somebody I'll you know, Amy will be watching it and be like, Oh, clerks too, I haven't seen this in a minute. And I think I feel like it it's better the second or third time you see it. Sure. I enjoyed the movie. I just didn't like the Michael Jackson dance number, like the montage. Oh, yeah. I I don't even remember (laughs) that. Put that in here. I do remember... We're taking it back, and I'll I we're use that occasionally, yeah. yeah, in you know day to day life. Like but. the term that he was taking back, or just they're taking. No, back? no, no, no. <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> term Al, quotes. This is a big reveal, no, no. Al. <laughs> it's like, damn, no wonder your neighbors don't socialize. Yeah. You. <laughs> right, right, you're yelling yeah. that at him. Yeah, no. Uh, it's cool. He's taking it back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I will say that I'm taking it back. You know? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the cl- the clarity. <laughs> Thank you, because I we, sorry for said assuming that. the worst. No, if you hadn't said that, who knows what a listener yeah. may have thought. I was right. like, holy Lord, Al. <laughs> you know, there's a few people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> All four of them are pissed. Yeah. <laughs> we had no no idea Al was that My kind of person. My mother's so disappointed in you, Al. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mine other- doesn't even know how to download, so I'm good. <laughs> the, other, the other big trailer Thursday was Top Gun Maverick, mm. uh, which I'm sure Chuck the Freak is, is just over yep. the moon about. Yeah, him and Andy Green got a big old boner over that one. Yeah. You know what? That one I saw because we watched it on the show. Mm-hmm. I, I am of that generation and have never seen Top Gun. 
Really? Never. never. Nope. I don't think I've actually seen it from beginning to end in its entirety either. I've yeah. never. I just don't care. I remember playing the Nintendo game. Yeah. yeah you, I it was that. impossible to land the plane. I you, mean, you I shoot stuff down, but you can land the plane. It was I always, really like Top Gun, not to the level of the, those other two guys. Sure. Like Chuck no, and Andy. super fans. Not by any means, but uh, I, I like it. It's a good movie. I've seen it a bunch of times. But Right. Um, uh, we also uh, found out, uh, I don't know that this was part of Comic-Con, but they released the, the trailer for Cats Oof. on Thursday, and everybody was like, what the hell is this? I'm so surprised. I, I think I may have even said so over social media. I am completely surprised that the theater nerd is a big enough audience that they can continue to like make musicals at yeah, the movies and make sure. enough money to continue to make musicals. What was it, like Chicago? What else have they done? They did what? Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah, right. Moulin Rouge. But even in the last couple of years, doing like, a, what was it, Into the Woods, I think was one of them a couple of years ago. And then last year, uh, was it, um, what's the what's the historical political one? Oh, no. Hamilton? Oh, Ham- Hamilton? Hamilton, yeah. Well, oh, that's just a musical. That's... Oh, that hasn't been in the theaters? I don't think it's been a movie yet. So you can tell I'm not, a, I'm not a musical yeah. nerd. That's okay. Well, no, I think uh, it was in town recently or something. So. Maybe, yeah, yeah, or somewhere nearby. I'm, I'm not, it's, it's funny, I'm not into musicals at all. Yeah. But I love my old, like, 1940s movies that always have musical numbers. Yeah, it's singing in the rain. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I don't know, it's something about, like, where they tell the story through the music. Right. For some reason, I don't connect with it, but I don't, I'm fine so with the like musical break. the flicks that have, like, musical interludes or musical sure. numbers in between yeah. the dialogue. Yeah, give right. me a Fred Astaire movie. Okay. He's going to do a little tap dance. Sam, to me, I would consider that a musical. Like, I what would see, you say yeah. The Sound of Music yeah. is? Oh, absolutely, I've, musical. I've never actually okay. seen The Sound of Music. So oh, my really goodness. Right. That seems well, like it would be right up your alley, The Sound <laughs> yeah. of Music. Well, like most, yeah. most Disney movies have musical numbers oh, absolutely. in them. So okay. they, yeah. oh, they kind of count as musicals. God. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel, and I like feel The like Lion what, King. No, right. not a musical, but I can see why but it should be. But there is songs in it. Yeah. There's musical numbers. I don't know. I think it's the difference is if, if it's actually used to tell the story or if it's just a you know kind of a part of the right. entertainment. I don't know. Does that make any even sense? Mm-hmm. I think okay. so. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Hakuna Matata is not really telling the story. It's just, you know. It's yeah. just a song in the middle. It's a, of it's a warthog yeah. and a, a gopher and a, a lion <laughs> singing a, songs about being friends and doing stupid stuff in the jungle. So He's a, a merkhead. Whatever he is. I don't know. That's an African gopher, right? Yeah. <laughs> Meerkat to you. You find it out here in the Detroit area and it's just a groundhog. Right. It's tearing up your lawn. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Friday, we found out that uh, I, I, you, neither one of you guys watched Veronica Mars when it was on before. Mm, no. uh, that that was supposed to come be coming out on Hulu in a couple of weeks. They just decided to put it out. They're just they were going to have a panel at Comic Con anyways. They're like, you know what? It's just it's out today. Go ahead and see it. Were you a fan of Veronica Mars? I was actually. Okay, well, was I'm cool. make a joke. I was say, well, good news for those who care. <laughs> <laughs> so me. Yes. Um, we also found out the boys comes out this Friday. Already getting a second season. Really? Already, yeah. And this is a show that's going to be on streaming? Yep, it's, it's going to be on Amazon this is Prime. A, okay, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. This and is a show based off of the comic that yes, you Yes, I like your volume one, okay. yeah. Is that the one where the guy gets beaten to death with a, a petrified no, horse that, wiener? <laughs> no, that's crossed. Okay. That's crossed, yeah. I've got two of them. I just haven't figured out which is which yet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Anne Good was, old I, horse rock. Anne was asking me about that earlier today, and I was telling her, what if the Justice League were a bunch of jerks? That's all you got to know That's about the boys. Putting it very mildly, too. Very mildly. The, the basic premise of the boys is it's kind of built around absolute power corrupts absolutely. Like if there really was a Superman, he probably is not going to be a really good guy because mm-hmm. he's got I- these infinite powers. And yeah, he might go fight evil a little bit here, but he's going to you know be a womanizer and probably in you know and really take advantage of people and uh, the boys. Kind of take like a, a like a super serum, sort of like a Nick Fury thing, or at right. least in the comic version of Nick Fury, 
Um, and they basically, it's like a group of, what, four people that go around and basically beat the crap out of these terrible superheroes. Yeah. When you cross a moral line, then the boys come and pay you a visit. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Yeah. So. If you're a super person, if you're just a regular person, they, they, yeah. they get plenty of people And it is that. violent and <laughs> yeah, well, super inappropriate. I was reading a review last week, obviously before uh, the, the show starts off, and the, the guy who's the Flash analog in the comics... Um, is in the middle of fighting somebody uh, and runs through the girlfriend of the main character, and that's how he becomes one of the boys. Like yeah. he comes running. Through, he's he's got. They're doing one of those things where they're holding hands and they're yep. spinning around, and all of a sudden he's just holding her arms. Yeah. So okay. So he literally runs. Okay. Just runs yeah. right through this that's, woman. Uh, we Huey. That happens him. Right. Yep. Yeah. And the that, main character. Uh, that apparently is the first scene of the show. Yeah. So I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing that. Yeah. There's and there's like um, like there's a. <laughs> They go after, and they're like, I don't know how they're going to handle it in the show, probably very similarly, but in the comics, that writer is not a fan of superhero comics. This is his superhero comic, and he said, I'll never do it again, but it's like, it's sort of an anti-superhero story. Right. So he's got versions of recognizable characters, like Batman is the Tech Knight, Yeah. but they had the one, the G-Men, were supposed to be the X-Men, and it's just yep. this group of like teenage kids and there's like this scene where they've got like a whole orgy going like they've got all these women in there and there's a super orgy and they go and basically slaughter the x-men when they're in the middle of banging oh, man. Like, this, is, this is the this is the boys the boys just, caught you with your pants down <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, and that's a fun tv show we're looking forward to watching. <laughs> so excited for the boys prime video I yeah mean, orgies um got my attention yeah. to that right there. right I'll, t- I'll tell you about superhuman orgies yeah sign me up for that porn i right. watch that yeah the tech knight has a very special obsession that i'll, I'll tell you off air yeah <laughs> okay on, on the other end something that is significantly um less uh rated r uh steven universe from uh cartoon network the cartoon show right yeah is getting a movie on cartoon network september 2nd and they showed the trailer for that it's gonna be animated or it's gonna be live action animated okay totally not animated going down the path is dora that that one definitely treads the line of musical because there's always musical numbers during steven universe but for some reason i enjoy steven universe i love steven universe yeah. i think it's very wholesome and it's him very and the neat. bubblegum game or, or whatever that uh oh uh gumball gumball world gumball is or great. Like yeah that. the world of gumball is yeah. fantastic they, they meld those, all those different ways of doing they, animation yeah i love how with gum al's like i don't know what you guys I know, are talking sorry, about I <laughs> no, I'm not, yeah i love how the world of gumball is animated it's very simplistically animated but it's animated over the top of actual pictures of real yeah. real world like you know the front of the house is actually a picture they took of the okay. front of an actual house yeah but then there's the things will have like hand puppets that will pop in right or, like, or the cgi animation the, the, CGI there's a cgi t-rex yeah it's just like, a character in the show, <laughs> yeah, it's just a really fun show just to watch because of the different types of animation that they bring into it. Okay, yeah, but sorry, back to the. No, I was just I, I'm I'm psyched. I love Steven Universe, so it's going to be cool to see uh, a Steven Universe movie. Uh, I I think it'd be cooler to see it on the TV than to have to go to the theater for it. Mm-hmm. Like I know with Cartoon Network, um, or it wasn't Cartoon Network, it was it was uh, Hasbro. They did some My Little Pony movies that were at the movies, and at the time I was watching the cartoon. I'm like, no, nah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going out in public and watching a My Little Pony movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's not happening. Well, to me, there's something fun about being able to just turn on the Cartoon Network and you just watch a full-length movie. Yeah, for sure. And you don't have to deal with anything. You can have all the luxuries of home. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's some other stuff. There's some comic stuff, and of course, we'll get into the uh, the the Marvel Studios announcements that happened on Mm -hmm. Saturday night. But right now, it's time to take a break. Wow. So how about that? We're gonna take a break. We're coming back with some nerd radio. Stay tuned. San Diego Comic Con news on the way. This is Nerd Radio. It's cool. I'm taking it back. What are you nuts? 
I'm taking it back. You watch. And we're back with more Nerd Radio on your social media at Nerd Radio 101 and on the podcast page at WRIF.com. James and Al back joining me, Chuck Bean, for another week in Nerd Radio here and talking about San Diego Comic Con. So uh, Saturday is when the big stuff happens yeah. at San Diego. That's when that's when you get all the the, the really cool announcements. For myself, uh, Hasbro always announces all their Transformers and they kind of bridge it out over each day. It's like Friday, here's a couple of things. Uh, Thursday is a couple things, and Saturday is like here's everything. Yeah, uh, they did announce this uh, this particular year that they are crowdfunding a Unicron figure. He's the Transformer from the original animated movie, the big planet that eats all the other planets. He's like Galactus of okay. Transformers, all right. nice. and he's he's a uh, he he starts as a big planet that eats other planets, and then at the end of the movie, he transforms into a giant robot and tries to uh, annihilate the Transformers planet. They've made him before. He's only been I want to say about yay high, so like maybe about a foot high. Sure. Um, and he cost about fifty bucks when they made him there. This crowdfunded one is five hundred and seventy-five dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> and stands about. Two and a half to three feet high. It is literally the largest thing they've so ever made. So it's like made. the size of those. Like you can remember when Star Wars came out, you can buy like those like almost life size Darth Vader's. Right. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, well, that's like big like that. Like Hasbro did this thing. They call it HasLab, and they they did this last year. They crowdfunded the uh, the the skiff from uh, from Jabba's palace. You okay. Could get Jabba's. Yes, I've skiff, seen that. But it was I think that was three hundred dollars, yes. and it was as long as enough people. Pre-order this thing. We will make it. Yeah, it's like three feet long. I remember seeing that. Yeah. So like, this this nice, year, but... yeah, this year they decided that uh, we'll we'll give the Transformers a spin and we'll make the biggest Transformer you could ever make. A planet. Uh, he's way out of my price range. I'm not interested. <laughs> he looks cool. And about five years, somebody <laughs> desperate for cash will have it for sale for. That's what I'm hoping for. Somebody, is, yeah. Somebody, somebody will desperately need to pay some bills, yeah. and they'll, they'll. Or some nerd who finds a girl, and she's like, "You got to get rid of all <laughs> you your. Get rid of this giant nerdy robots. robots. And you're like, "Oh, I gotta sell my unicorn." <laughs> but Saturday night was. Uh... <laughs> I gotta sell my unicorn. Yeah, I just I know, what a sad, pathetic, like cry spell that would be. <laughs> my unicorn it was five dollars. <laughs> Uh, they did. Uh, Marvel did announce uh, Saturday afternoon to what the X Men line is going to look like mm-hmm. uh, after the uh, miniseries, which actually the first issue of came out today. The House of X and the Powers of X. Jonathan Hickman taking over the X Men. We talked about yeah. not as big a Hickman fan as uh, as as some people are. But you told me that you got it. I got you it. Went home and read it right away. Mm-hmm. You did not say. You did not expand on it. I mean, you were very worried about Hickman. So how did you feel about? Well, that's, issue one is always kind of rough. To... That's what. That's why I bring this up because they. Uh, uh, they they announced the six or seven books that'll be coming out after this. What the X Men line is going to look like, okay. and that was enough to spark my excitement. So that when I got that book, I had to read it immediately. Okay, like the minute it was in my hands, I had sense. to read it. So I am excited. And even after reading the first issue, I am now talk to me next month after I've read three or four of these. Yeah, I, the, the story may change. Yes, but uh, right now yeah. I've, ex- I've read Hickman. Yes. Right now, I am extremely excited about the okay. direction the X Men are taking. In that first book, they established that the X Men have uh, uh, the the Living Island Krakoa, that mm. uh, from Giant Size X Men number one, and was also part of the Wolverine and the X Men uh, Jean Grey school. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have expanded it into an island in the Pacific Coast that the X Men are using as a home base now, and they also Krakoa somehow allows them to teleport to any place uh, across the planet. Okay, so it's no longer like uh, Professor X sees there's a mutant in trouble in Cerebro and sends the X-Men out in a jet. No, 
They find out there's a mutant in trouble, and they can teleport there immediately. They can teleport a team there immediately. Can they teleport back, or they got to yes. hitchhike? Right. Oh, That's yeah. a good question, because it's like, so they right. got a phone, an Uber, you know? Yeah. They gotta, well, we teleported here, and somebody get a Uber us a ride home. Right, but they announced they that uh, Uber or Lyft. The, the X-Men titles going forward once these two miniseries are over will be obviously an X-Men book, uh, mm-hmm. and they, they got to show us what the teams are going to be like as well. Okay. Which is, uh, the X-Men book consists of Cyclops, uh, Jean Grey, Cable, the, the, the teenage Cable oh, that okay. is currently running around, uh, Corsair from the Starjammers, mm-hmm. which is the father of Cyclops and Havoc, Havoc also being on the team. Wolverine is on this team, and then Vulcan, which was the third Summers brother that, uh... I didn't even know there was a third Summers brother. Yeah, the, the, they, they, I, I thought was dead. But hey, you know, actually, you know, at the end of uh, the current superhero Unc- deaths mean nothing. At the end of the current Uncanny X Men run, Havoc was also killed. Well, and now he's back, so it'll be interesting to see how that works. And there's a lot of that in these books. There's an Excalibur book coming out that's got uh, Rogue and Gambit. Apocalypse is part of the team. Um, interesting. Uh, Betsy Braddock. Uh, <laughs> Apocalypse is part of the, he's the good part guy of the team? team. What? I Which was, nuts? Yeah. Jubilee is on that team as well as Richter from the New Mutants. Um, they're doing a book called Marauders. Famously, the Marauders were the uh, evil team that caused the mutant massacre mm-hmm. back in the day. So apparently, they're taking that name back. Going back to Clerks too. They're taking it back. Taking it back. Uh, that team consists of Kitty Pride, Iceman, Emma Frost, Bishop, Storm, and Pyro. Okay. The villain. All right. Um, and then there is a New Mutants book, and that has Ileana, uh, Magic, uh, Karma, Doug Ramsey, who's dead. Wolfsbane, who died in the last uh, in the Marth- Matthew Rosenberg uh, thing, uh, Danny Moonstar, uh, Sunspot, uh, Chamber and Mondo from the uh, Generation X book yeah. are in that book as well. There's a Fallen Angels book which focuses on uh, the Asian Psylocke, not the British Psylocke. She's over in Excalibur. <laughs> the Holy Asian cow. version of Psylocke. This is, this is why I can't get into the X-Men. This is why a lot so of people, confused. this is why Amy can't get into the X-Men. He's like, wait, what? Uh, X-23 and Cable, uh, Young Cable is in that book. And then the X-Force book. Has um, Beast, Wolverine, and Jean Grey are in that book as well. Okay. Uh, Domino is in that book. Colossus, uh, Quentin Quire, the pink-haired guy from uh, Wolverine and the X-Men, the the one student, Kid Omega. Yeah. And Black Tom Cassidy is in that book. But Juggernaut is not. Juggernaut, another fatality from the uh, last run of X-Men. Now, is the main book going to be under the uncanny name, or is it just X-Men? It's just called X-Men. Just called X-Men. So yep. that's going to be the book that you have to have for your collection. I would imagine, yeah. that's, yes. the, that's And the, that's going to be the Hickman book, the though? The analog. Uh, he is writing that book, and okay. Linnell Francis Yu is supposed to be doing the art chores on that Um book. Any creative teams that jumped out to you in there that you are excited about? No, they're all uh, they're names that I can recognize because they've worked on stuff. Uh, Gary Dugan is doing Marauders. He's writing that. Okay. Jer- um, Jerry Dugan? Jerry Dugan. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, Former... Uh, wrote uh deadpool not that right. long ago yeah uh jonathan hickman and ed brisson are writing the new mutants book together uh-huh. and ed brisson has worked on x-men in the last couple years so i think he did the x-men red book which i thought was really cool yeah but all, a lot of these books are there's no names to show up for there's not like a warren ellis or a garth ennis right. or you know no no jim lee no art or, or writing names but i gotta tell you i'm real excited well that's good <laughs> so i it's another one of those like are you, I, gonna, are you gonna give all of them a try and i'm kinda... gonna give all of them six months Okay. When they when they hit, I think it's starting in October. I'll, I'll give them six months to to. Because then maybe then you maybe pick out which ones you. Yeah, then really it'll be a matter follow. of yeah. weeding weeding through the stuff. That, yeah, so uh, basically, you'll give it the first trade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Gary Dugan and speaking of trades, he's got an image book coming out that I knew I wanted Does to it? tell you about. Okay. It's called Dead Eyes. Uh, it's going to be him and uh, John McCree, who I don't know if you're familiar with John McCree on art, no. but he did uh, Garth Ennis's Hitman book 
uh, back in oh. the 90s, and I really I, I enjoy okay. his art. It's kind of sloppy, but it's definitely it's fun. He, he does a fun book. But the, the book is called Dead Eyes, and the uh, concept of it is it's set in the 90s, and a prolific stick-up man uh, took one last big score and disappeared, and nobody ever discovered uh, where he went. He retired with the love of his life, but now he's back in the mask to save her, and nobody is happy about these out of retirement. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Yeah. I liked Jerry I liked Jerry Dugan. Uh the first couple of story arcs from Deadpool I thought were a little weak, but we also had just come off of Daniel Way, which, which is, is my favorite. Yeah. And Daniel Way was so good. Uh and then he this guy took over. So I don't know. I, I haven't gone back and reread those but it ended up being a good run. Yeah. By the end of it, I was very happy and um you know, it was almost weird. I liked Scotty Young before he took over and you know, it almost felt a little weird reading those reading Scotty his, Young issues. His version of Deadpool. Um, so that might be worth checking out for me. Yeah, Marvel. I do like, I do like him. Marvel's also got an uh, amazing Mary Jane miniseries coming out. Uh, amazing Mary in, Jane. Yeah, coming out uh, in the in the coming months. They have a Doctor Doom ongoing that Salvador Larocca is going to be doing the art for. Amazing Mary Jane is about a pot smoking. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Has to do about with legalized pot. Um, and they're, they're doing a, a Spider Verse miniseries. We're, we're talking comics too long. James oh. started daydreaming over there. Well, no, he's was, like, ah, Amazing Mary Jane. I was looking for a chance to get in. He described that one comic as sloppy but fun. I've had the same review <laughs> yeah, about I'm my sure. lovemaking. Yeah, I was like, it sounds exactly like the way they described how I am in bed. No, it's fine. I should read I, this they, comic. They said it was fun, right? Yeah. So it's uh, kind of sloppy, yeah. but it was fun. Mission accomplished. Yes. <laughs> As long as it's not sloppy, but pepper sprites! Yeah, yeah right. And uh, they're doing a, a Spider-Verse uh, miniseries that's going to have a whole bunch of uh, art. Uh, art Adams is supposed to be doing art and one of the stories on that, which would be pretty cool. I hope he does the, uh, the uh, what is it, Spider-May, the Aunt May that gets bit by a... Oh, yeah. I just picked up the um, the Spider-Man annual this year was a Spider-Ham story. I think I told you about it when it came out. Because <laughs> there's a Spider-Gwen in it, but it's spelled G-U-I-N, so she's a penguin oh, in a Spider-Man uh, outfit. Oh, I had no pun. idea Spider-Ham's origin is not that he was a pig, an anthropomorphic pig that got bit by a spider. He was a spider that got bit by... A pig? Uh, and, <laughs> yes. It's like Charlotte's Web gone to hell. Yes. What's going oh on? God. He was bit by the uh, by the Aunt May of that uh, particular uh, universe. She was she was doing a science experiment and uh, and Peter Porker. <laughs> well, wait a minute. If he was a spider, why does he have a name like Peter Porker? He's Spider Ham. Oh jeez. He, he he would have been a spider, but he grew into he was radiated into a pig that has the powers of a spider. <laughs> I love the phrase "radiated into a pig." <laughs> <laughs> It's right. crazy. You just blew my mind. See, I was, I was, when I read it in the first page of that angle, I was like, what? That's how that worked? I'd never read his I, origin. I don't know. I'm going to have to read it. I don't know if that, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it works. Uh, but let's talk about the, uh, the, the big news coming out of uh, San Diego was, of course, Marvel Studios have their next two years planned out. And uh, that includes a couple of movies and uh, all those TV shows that we're getting on the Disney Plus app. It starts uh, next year. On in May with a Black Widow movie, mm-hmm. um, which Scarlett Johansson will be returning for, and uh, which uh, the guy from Stranger Things, um, I can't remember his name, he plays uh, Hopper. Yeah, yeah, I don't know his name either. But... Uh, he's going to be in the movie, and he plays a uh, Russian by the name of Alexei, which oh. is important because there's a guy in Stranger Things. Yeah, it's like wow. things called Alexei. This is weird. Yeah. Um, in the fall of 2020, we're looking forward to the first Marvel show on the Disney Plus app, and that's Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
After that, in November, is the Eternals movie, which Angelina Jolie is supposed to be playing a character in. Eternals is a really it's it's the new Guardians of the Galaxy for me as far as all these things go. Okay, so like, you're hype about it? No, it's a whole oh. bunch of characters I know nothing about that oh, okay. have very little. You also, know, you went into Guardians not read. really having much. Yeah, I knew who Rocket Raccoon was. I had no yeah. idea about Groot or Star-Lord. Or, you know, I'd seen Gamora and Drax in other comics, older comics. I didn't know what this version was going to be like. Sure. And they kind of tweaked those characters, too, to make them fit. Into right. The, okay. So this uh, this Eternals movie is, is definitely the, the kind of thing. It's like, all right, sell me. I feel better now, too, because we try to talk about this on the show, and they yeah. came to me with questions, and I'm like, I don't know. And if you don't know, I feel good about it. The only yeah. two comic series I know of the Eternals was, I guess, uh, they're a Jack Kirby creation from okay. the seventies, yeah. and then uh, in the early two thousands, Neil Gaiman wrote a miniseries with them. And okay. I remember reading the Neil Gaiman miniseries. I couldn't tell you who the, any of the characters yeah. were though. Yeah, looking at the this new phase, I mean, as we've discussed before, as a comic fan, I'm pretty much meat and potatoes. Right, your Batman's, your and, Captain Americas, and so like the next phase, there's a there is a lot of well, yes, I know who Black Widow is. I know who the Guardians are. You know, right? But it's like there's a lot of like there's I a, don't know who this is. I yeah, really for don't. Me, I'm like I don't think I'm that interested. Yeah, in these this are all phase. really deep cuts. It's like two or three, you know, movies that they announced. That right. you know, some of them you haven't got to, so I'm not want to for sure. Thunder. So I mean, I but. think the last it'll do fine because I think the last decade they've established themselves enough as a studio that and, and their story, the way they tell stories that people will show up. Right. But if it gets too weird and too niche, like people won't be interested anymore because at least this time when you had a, maybe a guardians of the galaxy where even you weren't super familiar with them. Right. It's surrounded by all these characters that were already familiar to you. You, you know, knew if you got them, mm-hmm. if you got a movie like guardians that you didn't know much about, you knew it was going to be followed up with like the next captain America right. or a Hawkeye or not and Hawkeye, it, but a Thor movie. Right, and it would like, be tied in together. Yeah, you know, and that's what I'm I'm looking at because they're calling this Phase Four, and one of the announcements at San Diego was that the Fantastic Four are definitely on deck to be, you know, okay in the in in these. They got to be in Phase Four, like it's right there. Yeah, like if I was planning these things out, all the end credit sequences in every one of these movies would have a member of the Fantastic Four showing up at some point. Right, that's a great idea. But I almost wonder if they're so worried about all the flops that the Fantastic Four franchise has taken. Right. That they want to give some time to let the dust settle from the last That's entirely catastrophe. possible. That's entirely possible. But I um, also think with the Eternals, I feel like Angelina Jolie being in it makes it, like, cheapens it for me. Like, yeah. I feel like she's too big of a name to, to, be, to, to be in it. In one of these Marvel movies. You know? Well, I'm sure. That's just me. But I know she's yeah. got the relationship with Disney being in the Maleficent movies and all that stuff. Right. But when I saw okay, Angelina Jolie's going to be in a Marvel movie, I don't, like, for whatever reason, that was a put off. Right. But I think it's cool that, uh, was it? Camille Nanjiani, uh, Nanjiani, Nanjiani. He's going to be in it, but I'm like, Camille's awesome. You know, yeah. I love like, Camille Nanjiani. I'm so happy to see that he's in it because I loved him in uh, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, yeah. and, right? Uh, I want to see Stuber. Like, I'm a his, fan of his work. His movie, The Big Sick, was really good. Okay, that's like a, a, a biographical him and his how wife him and his wife met. Yeah. Right? Yeah. See, yeah. that's gonna make me too sad. Cause it is kind of sad. sad stuff. I don't want to cry. Like, it I, is kind of sad. That life's movie, sad enough as it is. It so. is. But if you know anyone else hasn't seen it and they're a fan of Kumail, yeah, I recommend it highly. Well, and that's the thing too. Like, I he was also the in the first episode of Twilight Zone that I loved so much. Oh, okay. That I came. In, he was the, right. he was the comedian. He guy, was right? the comedian. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's the thing too about a lot of these movies in this next phase. Like uh, when you pick a characters like the Eternals, they're not the Avengers. Like they they don't. You can do one movie and and not have to do another one. Yeah. You know they can they can show up in another movie at some point, but like you don't have to. Well, the next movie on the on the list, Shang Chi. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. It's like, Amy, Amy asked me, he's like, who's Shang-Chi? And I'm like, well, what if Bruce Lee was in the Marvel Universe? That's essentially what you're like, what you're getting. Okay, because I was that. like, is he a guy from Mortal Kombat? But the the thing is, the movie is called Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and that uh, le- has led a lot of people to believe that that's going to be the Mandarin. Like they're going to make the Mandarin a serious yeah. thing because he was in Iron Man three, but he was that actor, that British yeah, actor. Yeah, but he wasn't he was, really the Mandarin. He was Ben goofy, Kingsley, right? Yeah, yeah, Ben Kingsley. And then he they did one of those DVD extra, the, those little five minute movies that you they were doing yeah. during Phase One with him in prison. Which led you to believe that the Mandarin might actually have set up that actor, that goofy actor, as a front, so nobody would expect that he's actually this mastermind. So you don't know which way it it, it works. But uh, yeah, Shang Chi is coming out in February of twenty twenty one. Then you've got uh, the Wanda and Vision show that's going to be on uh, the Disney streaming platform in the spring. And then the next movie in May is the Doctor Strange sequel, which is called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Bam. Now I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. And I've also heard it's supposed to be a pseudo horror movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be the first horror movie of the uh the mainstay Marvel universe, which yeah. it that's another one of those like, okay, so they're gonna take this phase to be like we've established ourselves, people will show up for these Marvel movies, so now we're gonna do weird stuff. Yeah, with the multiverse, I'm like, oh what are they gonna tinker with? What are they gonna mess with? They're gonna see some crazy Marvel characters and scenarios you normally wouldn't see. Right. And plus I just love how Doctor Strange just manipulates everything. Yeah, like the the first movie to me was Marvel's version of Inception. I loved Inception. There, there's Inception some, was a great movie. You know? Some amazing special effects shot in that. Yeah. And like that's uh, I think me and Al were talking about with the new Spider Man movie. There's a scene with Mysterio that kind of lends itself to oh, some really? of like Doctor see, Strange. I, gotta, I still gotta go see that. Yeah, there's 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 a the some of Mysterio's uh, mind warping stuff is really kind of Doctor Strange like and cool. very cool. And I guess Scarlet Witch is supposed to be a part of this movie as well. Yeah. So do you think because we're also talking about some of the shows that are come, coming to the Disney streaming service, do you think they're going to intertwine them more than the the old shows were? Like, for example, Absolutely. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you had to watch the movies in order to keep up with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but you didn't have to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to watch the movies. Right. And same thing, well, and really, I mean, the, the Netflix shows were related to the MCU, but they really, you didn't have to watch one to watch the other at right. all. I mean, they made references to... You know, like the the battle for New York or whatever. But. I think it'll work the same way. I don't think you'll see references in the movies to stuff that, like, well, if you didn't watch it on the streaming service, then you don't know what's happening. Well, because I, I feel like they should. Well, I think that they might because now, I mean, before they had a contract with Netflix. Right. And, I mean, obviously, this is why all that stuff on Netflix kept it's, getting canceled yeah. is because they were just moving stuff over. They're not giving them the license anymore. But to me, it's like now they own the streaming service. They want as many subscribers as possible. Right. So like, am I going to get a movie ticket, go in there, and, and I didn't watch one of their stupid shows, and then I'm completely lost? Like, Do you think that might happen? I don't know. It's, I mean, I think it's possible, but I think they've definitely chosen. It, it's funny, for all these TV shows that they're putting on the, the Disney streaming service, they've chosen characters who have already been established in the movies who they don't have much plans to use mm. in the next couple of years okay. in any of the movies. Like right. we, we, can, we can bring these actors back and put them in this you know, 12 or 13 episode show that you can stream on, on a streaming service. But, uh, you know, once, you know, like I said, Wanda's supposed to show up in Doctor Strange, but she's also got a show. So I, I would imagine there'll be some interplay between those. Sure. But then you've got like the Loki show that's coming out or the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Oh, so Loki's going to be a show. He's going to, yeah. He's, okay, I thought Loki was going to be a, another movie. Yep, yeah, that's going to be on the Disney Plus and then the other show, which I was super excited for, was Hawkeye. 
Oh, that's a show too. I thought it was a movie. No, he's going to be on Disney Plus. I was stoked. I was like, oh, dude, and they excited. They showed they showed a trailer kind of that looked like the what would be the the intro to the Hawkeye show. Okay, and they 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 show in the trailer they show Kate Bishop. They don't show an actress as Kate Bishop. They show like a silhouette. Oh, okay. Like sweet. All right. Awesome. It looks a lot like the art from the the Matt Fraction run of Hawkeye too. So as long as they can capture the feel of that, I'm I'm on board. Uh, the other uh, show that they're talking about doing is Marvel Studios What If, and it's going to be animated, mm-hmm. and they're going to get, uh, if you know, if Captain America, if there's an episode with a, a multiverse version of Captain America, they're getting Chris Evans to come in and do the voice for it. Oh, if, okay. Uh, if Iron Man's going to be in the movie, Robert Downey Jr. is coming in doing the voice for it kind of thing. That's which cool. Which is going to be kind of cool. And then the last movie they announced was Thor Blood, uh, Love and Thunder, which uh, will be the female Thor. They're oh. actually bringing back Natalie Portman to be... Jane Foster. Jane Foster to be the the uh the the girl Thor, the All Jane right. Foster Thor that we got in the comics a couple years ago. It'll be interesting to see if they uh also stick with the storyline that uh, Jane Foster had cancer while she was female Thor. Hmm. So every time she would pick up the hammer, it would undo all the chemotherapy she was doing, so it was kind of slowly killing her really? to be okay. Thor. Huh. Yeah, uh, that that story or whatever this has zero appeal to me whatsoever. Yeah. I feel like Okay, I get it. Female Thor. But she's really not Thor. She's Jane Foster. Right. Okay, she can hold a hammer. Why do you got to call it Thor? She's not Thor. Like, I, I just don't understand. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it... Like, Thor's son of... I can't say where he is because <laughs> some people might not have seen all the movies uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, but, yeah. like, Thor is somewhere. Yeah. Right. He's doing something. I do get annoyed with that myself. Like, you know, like, there's the discussion about... Like I've got nothing against like a strong female lead. Yeah, I same don't. Here. But when you're trying to change James Bond into a why? Yeah, it's James Bond or it's not. Yeah, you know, you can still have a female that I, can, I, I, you know we mentioned swing the hammer and do all this, but maybe you don't. She doesn't have to be Thor, right? You know, she could be somebody I, else from Asgard. Yeah, I, and I'm with you on that. That's I kind of jumped off the Jane Foster. I was reading Jason Aaron's run mm-hmm. until they switched it over, so I don't know, but. The weird thing is, it's almost like you're kind of tapping into the original concept for Thor was that doctor. I didn't remember what his name was, but right. there was, he had a, found a walking staff, and he hit it on the ground, and then the staff became Mjolnir, and he became Thor. And then so, like, really, you could hand that off to, I could hand it off to you, okay. and you could become Thor. See, now that so, would make more sense. Yes, right. that was the original Journey into Mystery as uh, Stan Lee r- wrote it and created Thor as a comic book character rather than a Norse god. Um, and eventually it just transformed this thing where he just, he never went back to being a, a mortal. He, yeah, just he just was Thor, Thor all the time. time. And it's just, that's sort of been lost in comic book history. But if they were still doing it that way, then yes, I would, I'm yeah. totally fine. But no, I'm with you because they abandoned, they abandoned that storyline. Okay. Long, long time ago. So good. I'm glad I don't feel like I'm the only person. No, I'm, like, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, what Thor's going to be a girl. I'm like, well, yeah. what? I know, because I did read, uh, there was, I mean, I didn't read the, the Natalie Thor. Natalie Portman's going to play her? <laughs> but Natalie Portman was banging Thor. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's at, I get you, she's, oh, she's going to hold she... Thor's hammer. She's hold, she's held Thor's real hammer, you know? Does it burn when you pee? You maybe caught the Thor. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, yeah, like, now you can just become Thor, like, you can get herpes, you know? Because <laughs> yes. if they're just, you could just get a superhero power like that magically by sleeping with somebody. I might need to have more unprotected sex with potential superheroes. <laughs> no, you got you got to be able to pick up the hammer. You got to be worthy. Okay, well, I'm uh, definitely not worthy. And I don't but... think worthiness is a sexually transmitted disease. No, it's not. <laughs>
<laughs> but still, I just that whole concept just is confusing to me. But. So they're bringing Rick Grimes back in a Walking Dead movie. We found out at San Diego as well. Yeah, they they had just a little teaser for it. They don't have a, a, like a, a date for it or anything like that. It's just the 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 fact that like, hey, you know how we got rid of Rick Grimes on the show? Yeah, well, he'll come back for the movie. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I jumped off the show before Andrew Lincoln even left, but I, I think I'd probably at least check out the show or right. the movie. Yeah, I was out after they did some weird stuff to Carl. <laughs> They've got uh, HBO uh, dropped the uh, trailer for Watchmen mm. series that's coming out on uh, on HBO. Uh, it looks like it. it's hard to tell exactly when it's supposed to take place, but it, from the trailer, it sounds like it takes place after the events of the movie slash original okay. book. Yeah, I'm going to have to at least give that a go. Right. Uh, there were a lot of shows that are having like their final send-off at San Diego Comic-Con, the final season. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is only coming back for one more season. Arrow has one more season. Yes. And then it's over. And um, what was it? Supernatural had their, yes, their last yeah. panels at San Diego Comic-Con as a show. Well, this is the thing that I'm sure you're the most excited about, Al, is they, uh, they dropped the trailer for the yes. Picard show. That's going to be on CBS streaming. Did you see the trailer? Because does that make it so? I did. Okay, because I didn't know if that went against your oh, your card. I thought you said the card. Oh like, no, Picard. Picard show. No, Captain Picard. I'm like what? Hell, one one engage. <laughs> and then once he started dropping quotes, I was like, oh, Picard. So I'm like, what the hell is the card show, Al? <laughs> <laughs> the line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. So what what did you what do you think? Oh, I'm you, very excited. Very excited. I'm very very excited. I mean, dude, it's Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Jean Luc Picard. There's some new uh, female character that he's supposed to be uh, shepherding across the galaxy. Yeah. Seven of Nine was in the trailer. Yeah. And uh, you got you got to see uh, T Earl Grey hot. <laughs> you got to see Data in a drawer. Data. Data is supposed to be dead. Well, yeah. they could reassemble them. But. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it looks like is going on. Yeah, because like, there, there was always like fan theories of how they could reincorporate him into right, you know, like into the computer or something like that. Yeah, but, the thing they have to yeah. the thing they have to figure out how to explain away is how how the actor is older. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, I did. How is the android older? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to. I did watch the trailer, even though the, this is so dumb. There's a podcast I listened to. That I've told you about. Right. Basically, it's two comedy writers that are Star Trek fans, and they review episode Next Generation episode by episode. You know, and that's my favorite Star Trek series. So I was actually like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the series again with the podcast. Yeah, and, that's what I'm doing with my X Men podcast. Yeah, I listen so, to it and I go back and read right. the books that I've already read. Yeah, so I'll watch the episode, then listen to the podcast and so forth. And they dropped a new episode, and it was uh, the Picard trailer. And I looked at, it, I was like trailer and i know i want to see this show it kind of violates my rules i looked and they talked about i don't even know the trailer what three minutes two and a half maybe yeah, yeah they talked about it for 45 minutes wow right this show is an even bigger <laughs> waste of time than ours is <laughs> and that's insane Dude, 45 minutes they went balls deep on yeah, that trailer they did. so uh, i still haven't watched that episode but i was like i can't miss a 45 minute episode about a trailer like i i have to <laughs> So that's the only reason I broke my rule, and yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited. You're very excited. Yeah. So, all right, cool. And it's coming next year sometime? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So, Well, you know who else is chomping at the bit about San Diego Comic-Con? Our own Mike Pandoff. Okay. He's got a bunch of stuff. I'm sure he's going to just talk my ear off about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, but we're going to him next. I'm definitely leaving then. Yeah. So <laughs> That's all you and Mike. I am out. You know my feelings on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's right. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, me and Mike going to wrap up the show this week as we talk about San Diego Comic Con, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Sounds good. Thanks Alrighty. for uh, thanks for hanging out. You guys had to stay a little bit late to uh, to get in this week's Nerd Radio, and I appreciate it. No problem. I'm Jay Fosgett. I'm the creator of Bodie Troll, and you are listening to Nerd Radio on Rift Two. Welcome back. It's Nerd Radio on the podcast page, WRAF.com, wherever you get your podcasts as part of the B-Pod Studios Network, and of course, on your social media at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck Bean. I'm joined for this particular segment of the show by our good buddy, Mike Pandoff. Welcome back. How are you uh, doing, you, uh, you texted me last weekend in the middle of all the San Diego Comic-Con stuff saying, hey, are we going to talk about San Diego Comic-Con? I'm like... Hell yeah! Well, Come like on day in, one, they they sent they uh, started dropping bombs left and right. Day one, and I was very excited going into Saturday. Right. Well, yeah, and Saturday is obviously the big day. I've already talked to uh, James and Al about some of this stuff, but I wanted to get your take. What are some of the things you took away from San Diego Comic Con this year that you were like, man, I can't wait for that? Because that's essentially what San Diego is now: is you get to see trailers. Uh, if you're a comic book fan, you'll get to see, you know, some. Uh, we talked about like the relaunch of the X Men books. They had the covers and the creative teams and stuff, and it's ama- essentially getting you psyched for what the next six to twelve months is going to bring you. Oh, of course. And uh, one of the first things I think it was the first trailer, and it seemed like everyone was talking about it, was definitely. Um Top Gun 2, mm-hmm. sequel about, what, 30 years in the making or something like that? I was just telling James and Al about this. I, Top Gun is, I, I missed the boat you completely on Top I was not a Top Gun kid whatsoever. Well, I think... Um, that's how you, that's the one, that's the defining way you can tell the difference between me and Chuck the Freak. Oh, yeah? We're both Chucks, but he is super into Top Gun, and I have never seen it. Well, like... <laughs> Oh, what was it? My brother being 10 years older than me, so this movie came out, like, I, I want to say just right, right around that age when he was a kid, so we both wanted to be fighter pilots growing up. Right. And, uh, Who was Goose? Who was oh, Maverick? None of us were Goose or Maverick. <laughs> Nobody mean, got to be Goose or Maverick well, when you we guys had, were in the uh, backyard playing fighter pilots? Oh, no, we did have the PS1 game of Top Gun, which was one of the hardest freaking flying games Oh, you mean ever. the Nintendo? The, 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 the NES one? No, we had this. This was PlayStation 1. It okay. Was, uh, you got to go to, you had to go to Top Gun Academy. You're pretty much Maverick without being Maverick, if that makes sense. Like, okay. You were like, uh, a rough scaling uh, computer, but, uh, or commies. That's how they, that's how, you know, that's the what Nest, they call them in The NES game was really brutal, too, but it was only, like, it was really hard to land the plane. Dude, the hard- Shooting stuff down was fine. Landing the plane was near next to impossible. No, I just remember the constant barrage of waves of, like, all of a sudden you shoot down an enemy and, like, four would have lock on you and the computer would, um, PS1 would start going off. Like, the sounds would just be, like, sure. constant ringing. But get back to the movie, yeah, I was super excited about just the, um, I knew this was going into production about four years ago, but after uh, Tony Scott passed away, I didn't think they were going to do it, um, which I'm very happy with that they were able to, you know, continue his vision on. But it's, just, it's, it's a cool, like, little nostalgia, because I was talking to my buddies, and they're like, you know, it's, it's just going to be popcorn flick. I'm like, yeah, but those are real fighter jets they're using in this. And the fact that they used two active aircraft carriers while filming this movie with a crew of like 15 i'm like it's a tom cruise movie so you know he's actually flying the plane too no way yeah tom cruise can't fly a plane you know tom cruise can do anything thanks to a spaghetti monster he's gotta sit on a telephone book to Uh, yeah exactly right i think he's yeah he's shorter than me he's very small but that was like day one and um between that and then um the only other things i was really excited for going into the weekend was uh the Watchmen trailer, and and uh, Westworld season three, which is a show you have never watched. I know that's that. true, right? 
But watch you specialize me. in shows that I don't watch. It's, I know that you saw. I, I saw that there was the last season of Shield. They had everybody around for. Yeah, I'll cry another day for that. It's a it's a real weird San Diego because a lot of stuff is like celebrating the final season or the final time they'll be at San Diego. You know, touting a season of. Well, like I told you, Crisis on Infinite Earth. It feels like. This five-part series, and then, of course, season eight of Arrow is going to be a big send-off right. season. But I feel like Crisis is, like, the, is like the ultimate send-off for, like, yeah, the shows the shows will still be going on because I think this is happening mid-season. But uh, I feel like that's, like, you, you have to do it while you have Stephen Amell. Like, he's the one who started it all. It's, like, kind of doing Avengers without Cap or, or Iron Man. Well, yeah, and you you are much more, uh, you, you've got much more stake in the CW DC universe than I do. How long do you think... The rest of the shows stick around once Arrow's gone. Honestly, I can't watch Supergirl. Um, it's a little too cheesy and bubblegum for me. Okay. Uh, Flash is the only one I really want. And then DC, of course, because you do look like freaking Constantine. That's the, It's hilarious. That may me. be the best compliment I've ever played. Oh, given. dude, yeah. You're lo- <laughs> Honestly, I would tell you just skip everything and just watch Constantine just what, in season four. Just it, watch the uh, the Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, my so God. See a whole bunch of Constantine. Well, yeah, and then they announced Brandon Ralph's suiting back up, and I wanted to get yeah. your opinion on this. So they're saying he's playing the king. He's not playing his Christopher Reed Superman. He's playing uh, that Kingdom Come. Yeah. So what? what's the big difference between that? Because they're going to have two Supermans on Kingdom this. Come Superman is older. Uh, he's seen some stuff. Uh, he he's gruffer. He actually just showed up in the uh, Young Justice book a week or two ago. The, the Young Justice kids are kind of... Hopping through the multiverse, and they ended up in the uh, Kingdom Come universe. He he's a lot less uh, less cheerful or happy go lucky or something like that. He's he's really not willing to take a whole lot of stuff. He's he's he'll 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 break right down to the the cold breath and the the heat laser beams. Uh, oh, the so like beams, he... like real quickly. He's he's he, he he's he's not like an antihero. You know, he's not like the Punisher or but Cable he, or something like that. He just knows, like, if he can stop something quickly, he'll just stop it. He will. It. Okay. Yeah, because he's old enough that he's seen enough things go down and feels like he could have stopped them, but now he's much more prone to stop things before they get out of hand. Okay, I kind of like that, because that's going to be interesting with Brandon Ralph, because he... Yeah, put, because he, he's typically kind of, like, as the, the Adam, he's, he's kind of the comic funny. relief. Yeah, exactly. He's and then, funny. And, Christopher, and then, then Superman Returns in 05, he was just playing Christopher Reed. Right. So, like, that makes a lot of sense. That's going to be cool. Um, And then... Watchmen, I'm excited for. I still don't know where it's taking place in the timeline. That's the weird thing, is even after seeing a preview of it, like, does this take place after the movie? Does this take place before it? Does it, like... Because they say Manhattan lives on Mars, but I, I'm like... Yeah, I'm so that implies sure. that it must take place after the events of at least the movie, if not the original book. Yeah, because it feels like the the Rorschach gang's got to be the villains of the show. That's what I'm getting at. They're, like, they're, they're vigilantes, but I right. feel like they're going over the edge. And um, I like seeing Owl's uh, machine again, or his flying machine. I don't know it's what to cool call it. It's not a plane or a helicopter. It's a freaking owl yeah, I don't, that flies. I don't, I don't remember what the, the term for it is, but it, it's neat that that's going to be a set piece. Uh, is now that, is that, are you going to use my HBO subscription for that? Oh, of course. Okay. Okay. That's one <laughs> show that you and me could maybe talk about together. Right. But then after like I'll... two weeks, you'll be like, my God. Yeah, it might be two weeks after. I might be like, man, I don't know what's up with this show. I'm out. But... <laughs> um. I think, though, the biggest news out of the whole weekend, though, and it's probably not going to happen because they said Phase 4, I'm sure you 
James and Al. Uh, phase four is only two years. They're saying like these sets of movies and shows. I don't believe that. You don't believe that? I believe this is only the first two years of phase four. Okay. This is what they have concrete in set in stone at this point is the next two years. Because right. you can't do phase four and Fantastic Four and not have it happen yeah, during I, phase four. Yeah. You know what? It'd be kind of cool. Just real quick. I think it'd be kind of cool if they were doing kind of like what they wanted to do with The Flash and Batman vs. Superman. Where, like, if they have been stuck in a dimension since the 60s, they keep trying, they almost keep making it. Maybe. At the end of each credit. So, like, maybe the first end credit, you see the thing for, like, a brief second. Next right. end credit scene, you see Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I think the coolest news, and this is just because I love, it was the thing that started superhero movies, I think, being successful. Uh, Blade getting rebooted with uh, Mahershala Ali. That is very interesting casting to me. Well, and the the funniest thing is the story that Kevin Feige told is that once he once Mahershala Ali got what was a couple Emmys or something for Green Room. Yeah. Uh, once he got a couple awards for it, he essentially called Kevin Feige and was like, "Hey, I want to be Blade." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you don't turn that down. I guess we're doing Blade. Well, because the only other concept I saw, and there was rumors that Wesley Snipes wanted to come back, and I'm like, Wesley, I love you, man, but you know, you, you age. You, you're older now, so. You uh, so need to see the episode of What We Do in the Shadows, where all the all the different vampires remember. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, wait, what was this? There's, a, there's an episode dead in the middle of the season of What We Do in the Shadows where they have to go to a vampire conclave, and... Every actor or actress that's been a major vampire in cinema in the last, like, 20 years is in it. And Wesley Snipes is is part of the conclave over a Skype call. That is awesome. <laughs> that is great. They got Tilda Swinton in there, and they got the original three from the What We Do in the Shadows movie are in there. They say that uh, Brad and Tom couldn't show up. Oh. So... <laughs> It's amazing. Oh, that's cool. It's absolutely amazing. I can't wait for that. It's a great show already, but that like happening in the middle of the season was just icing on the cake, man. It was fantastic. Now, stuff. do you think they're going to go PG-13 with this Blade going around, or do you think they're going to keep him in the R-rated genre? It'll be interesting to see, because it looks like Phase 4 has a... They're, they're definitely branching out and trying to do a lot of interesting stuff. They said that the Doctor Strange movie is going to be the first horror movie of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And... Uh, That'll that'll be interesting to see. The fact that next year we're getting a Shang Chi: The Master of Kung Fu movie is de- is definitely another one of those like, okay, it's Guardians of the Galaxy all over again. Yeah. Like this is not a character that has a very deep history, comic book wise. He's been in a lot of comic books, but like, there's not a lot there to work with. So it'll be really interesting to see how can you make this work. It may also makes me think uh, that Iron Fist might have worked in a like hour and a half setting as opposed to like. 10 hours of or Danny it, Rand being Or this crappy. would have been a good character to team up because you would have had two minor characters on screen together doing Kung Fu. Maybe. I, you know. Maybe. Well, and that's the thing that they, they need to, that's what Amy asked me uh, when, when it was announced. He's like, who's Shang-Chi? I'm like, oh, he's basically Bruce Lee in the Marvel Universe. Okay. That's, and now that's, he's- that's, that's the one sentence that yet that you you have to know about Shang-Chi. You can look up, you know, like the the Wikipedia uh, entry or something like that. And there's more to him and you know, he's got a whole backstory and everything like that. But all anyone walking in this movie needs to know is like what if Bruce Lee existed in the Marvel universe? Bam, that's Shang-Chi. Oh, well, you got my money then. All right, that's all that that sounds like a great elevator pitch. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, it it was very slow though. You could tell Warner Brothers wasn't there. Um Disney holding off on any Star Wars news. The only Star Wars news uh, I picked up on 
and Janelle told me about it, was that they're doing a four-part series about the rise of Kylo Ren. Okay. Which I think would be an interesting comic. I'm not going to look into it. I was going to say, I would expect if anyone pulled Star Wars news out of San Diego, it would have been you. Oh, yeah. And that that sounds like a cool concept because we've never really gotten, um, even if Adam Driver doesn't age terribly, I think they could still do, if they wanted to do a spinoff miniseries like on Disney+, Plus. I would love to see Kylo Ren's like, the day after leading up to maybe Force Awakens, like what was he doing like during that stretch? I would love to see his conflict and how he fit into the First Order with uh, the Knights of Ren. Well, I think that's the big question mark in the next 12 months too is that I think San Diego Comic-Con next year is going to look vastly different once we've got the Disney Plus streaming service for a couple of months to see. Because, I mean, they announced that all those shows that they've been talking about like Loki and Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier and Hawkeye and stuff like that, that stuff's well into the next two years. It's yeah. not like you're going to get that service in the fall and all of a sudden, bam, you've got all these bingeable shows. I know. I was kind of, I was, um, I was under the impression, but uh, that we were going to get that. But then I'm like, yeah, there's no way they filmed all this. Like, right. There's no way they did. But at least we got like you know the Mandalore and all of the cinemat- cinematic universe and every animated movie they've ever made is all going to be on there, which is going to be cool. Um. But, yeah, I'm wondering how much of the uh, the Marvel animated stuff will make it over there. I mean, obviously Disney has all their Disney XD stuff, like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy and Ultimate Spider-Man and stuff that I would expect is going to be over there. But like, will we get the '90s Spider-Man cartoon? Dude, don't even get tease me. With Wolverine that idea. and the X-Men. Will we get uh, the old Captain America show from like the '60s? Oh man! Oh, what was it? I hope they used the '90s X-Men theme in the cinematic universe of X-Men. Oh, Keith, well, I don't know if you've heard, but there is an orchestral version of that I found on Spotify that is amazing. Dude, really? Oh, it's amazing. Full orchestra? Full orchestra. I'll play it for you after the the show. I think that is probably single-handedly the greatest Batman, uh, not Batman. The The X-Men. Yeah, it goes X-Men and then 89 Batman theme for me. Yeah, the 89 Batman theme is great. um, But that's really all I really picked off. Um, The only other thing that I think, that was really interesting was uh, Rick and Morty coming back for season four. Yeah. That is probably the best. Uh, we were talking that these last three seasons, I probably watched every episode a couple of times, and I'm still not sick of them. <laughs> That's cool. So I, I can't wait for season four, and that the fact that they're already working on season five. So I kind of can forgive them for this two-year stretch. And um, I hope I really hope the comedy sticks up. The one-minute clip that, about the app that they released. You know um, what I just thought of that was, was rumored before... Uh, we went into San Diego and did not get announced, and now I'm kind of upset about it. Oh, no. Is a community movie. I don't think we're going to get that. No, probably not, <laughs> but it would have been cool. Oh. All right. Thanks for stopping in, Mike. We'll uh, we'll we'll check in with you in a couple of, uh, probably in a couple of weeks. Oh, yes. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. Golden Radio. I know. See you later, nerds. And we're out. How do you feel about it? That's fine. Okay. I don't follow her on Instagram, Al. Yes, what? it's a man who's just got his underwear on and the man oh, taking the yeah. selfie. Wonderful. Is that Prince. your new follower? Yeah, my new follower on Instagram. He's your demographic. He for liked. Sure. Yeah, he liked all the photos that I have of me <laughs> in a man thong. <laughs> yep. So I know what he's on Instagram for. Yep. Trolling for dudes to josh around in a hot tub. <laughs> and maybe more.